Welcome back to Spooky Tuesday, a weekly podcast where we're breaking down all of our favorite slashers, thrillers, monster movies, and black comedies on the new scariest day of the week. I'm Sydney Thompson. I'm Monica Height. And I'm Chelsea Da. And it's Spooktober. Oh, it's beautiful. That was gorgeous. Gorgeous. Did you Ooh, improvise that? <laughs> That's yeah, an yeah, original song what? from Sydney. <laughs> Um, do we do we deserve anything less for the premiere of season three? That's yeah, we gotta kick it off true. with a bang. <laughs> That's our new jingle for the podcast. Just month. that sound, just that sound bite. No, she's gonna do it live every episode. Every time, <laughs> each episode she'll add a verse. <laughs> Oh no, really that's a gorgeous. lot of pressure. Oh well, it, guess though. what, bestie? You got this ball rolling. <laughs> no. <laughs> but welcome back for our extremely long one-week hiatus. That wasn't even it's... actually a, a hiatus. <laughs> I know you've been scared. I know you've been missing us, but we're so glad to be back. Wow. <laughs> we are the jump scare. Boo. <laughs> and this week. We are doing mm-hmm. a movie. Technically, uh, it is. I think could possibly be the stupidest movie I have ever seen. No, boy, we did talk to on this podcast. So, boy, did I love this movie! Oh my god! <laughs> what movie? What movie is the stupidest movie that I loved? What is it? Are you asking? Well. It is Halloween three season of the witch baby. What a trip. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe my sure. eyes. <laughs> it was very interesting to me in the sense that it had so much shared DNA with other horror movies. Troll two being one of them invasion of the body snatchers being another really big one. Um, mm-hmm. but it, something in the way that it was structured played more nicely with me, um, than Troll 2 did, which I did not like, um, <laughs> that said, I did watch this movie on like 1.3 speed instead of at its normal speed. And that felt like a very normal pace. So I cannot <laughs> imagine how it would have felt like it was crawling by if I had watched it at the speed it was intended to be viewed. Um, so that helped, I think. That did a lot for my experience. This is not the same type of movie as Troll 2. Troll 2 has had it's a curse a lane among, of its them. own. Yeah, it's it, these are non-comparable. This movie is just bad in a it's also bad, but in a very different way. A very different way. <laughs> in what how is how is it that different though? The type of bad. 
I think I, I have think a more discerning taste ways. for type oh. of bads than Excuse you me. do. Oh. <laughs> I have a I higher think- <laughs> tolerance for bad and therefore I see more nuance within the shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, but I, I, I could be off base. Maybe my discernment sucks and you're totally right. Um, just being an asshole. I, I, that's okay. Um, I forgive you. But I feel like troll two is we think of it as bad in the way that thinks killing is bad, but troll two was not bad on purpose. You know what I mean? They just had a lot working against them. Um, troll two was but, perfect and not bad at all. I have no idea what you are talking about, yeah. Chelsea. Also that. Also that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. But. <laughs> You I don't know, know. I feel like a it pro- was the same thing where everybody who was making this originally thought like, oh man, this is going to be the film. And I actually do think this is like not, I, I mean, I would have some suggestions for this movie. Um, But I think it like was actually pretty s- strong as a story for the most part. Yeah. There's just other parts the of it. The plot was great. Like the plot the- was great. The concept is incredible. Like it's original, which I love. Uh, listener, if you happen to have skipped uh, Halloween three, which like, I think a lot of people have, a lot of people <laughs> have. Uh, Halloween three does not have Michael Myers in it at all. A big shocker. If you were expecting a trilogy of Michael Myers, since the first two Halloweens had Michael Myers and the rest of the Halloweens have Michael Myers. But Halloween three, the redheaded stepchild of Halloween is about kids all over America want silver shamrock masks for Halloween. Dr. Daniel Chalice? Chalice. Sure. Yeah. Doesn't matter. To uncover a plot by silver shamrock owner, Colonel Cochran. Dun, dun, dun. Seriously, it's an incredible byline right there it's a silver shamrock twice that's here's really the thing important. brand recognition that's the name of the game that's the whole point of the movie <laughs> this movie gives us horror this movie gives us mystery this movie gives us sci-fi this movie gives us an incredible song i aim for it to halloween halloween it's, it is a jingle it's, it is a jingle halloween. Silver Shamrock. I mean, it's London Bridge is following down. It is London Bridge. It is. They did that because they wouldn't have copyright on that song. That's literally why. They're like, oh, you want to do a jingle? We'll use fucking London Bridge because I'm not paying for that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Gabby, smart, incredible. And you're like, wow, I love that song. It sounds so familiar. It's because it's London Bridge. (laughs) It makes you feel safe right away um okay but also let's see what is the day hold on hold on stick with me do you want me to say it it is october 4th what is 31 minus 4 27 27 days still halloween spooky tuesday Wow. Oh my God. Wow. Well, what a beautiful turn at the end. That was Thank gorgeous. you. Spooky Thank you. Tuesday. Wow. Catchy. Incredible. Incredible. Wow. 
that's something about that jingle just really resonates with me. <laughs> I can't put my finger on it, but there's something about it. Uh, this movie starts off as weird as it ends, I would say. And that's something that I like. We love spooky bookends. I also love that this movie like one tried to do something different. John Carpenter was like, fuck Michael Myers. And also a lot of the times I'm like, fuck Michael Myers. And so I relate to him in that way. You know, he's, he was like, this is tired. This is not something that I want to do. Let's even though we started down the path of making Halloween all about this one dude, let's go back to the original idea where it was an anthology thing, but let's not market it that well. Um, so no one knows. I like that. It's a prank. I think they even <laughs> said that like in the marketing of this movie, like they had Michael Myers in there. So people, and he's in this movie he briefly, briefly Dude. in his own I, way. I cannot believe that they did that, that they're like, yeah, in Halloween three, it's a universe where the Halloween movie exists. Like, I'm right? just like, oh my God, I can't handle it. And they're like, the Halloween classic. And we're like, okay, tooting your own horn here, but it is. I mean, they're right. They're right. Look, (laughs) you have to work on your own positive self-talk. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I just love that. They're like, I don't care what I know. I know what millions of fans want and I'm not going to fucking give it to them. Good. I read all these articles that are opinion pieces from people being like, fuck you. I love this shit anyway. And they're like, they're like all these sheeple who just wanted more Michael Myers. Like the sheeple. I know. They're like, maybe if you took a time to think about it, you'd realize how, how great of a movie this is. The comment section was a bloodbath, people. People were <laughs> like, you're a fucking idiot. This movie is trash. And anyone who thinks it's good is trash. And then someone was like, he was like, I bought a box set DVD of all of the Halloween movies. And I took out the DVD for this one and I threw it in the garbage. Somebody replied, okay, if you're talking about this specific, very expensive like box set I know that you would never throw that one away because it was so expensive and then you wouldn't have the complete set anymore so that's bullshit and the guy was like how do you fucking know me like it was literally oh good it was we're all breaking out it was wow I was taking Michael back. Meyer um, girlies like to tussle you know getting Michael Meyer girlies are fiery and they're passionate and I respect that okay and they also like let you know that they're Michael Myers girly. If someone's a Michael Myers girly, they have a Michael Myers shirt and they wear it and it's when it's not Halloween. And I like that about them. (laughs) That's how you identify. (laughs) I like being all, I like people who are all about their shit. They're like loud and proud. This is my thing that I like the most. If it's Michael Myers, that's great. I don't agree with you, but that's fine. We can agree to disagree because I love this movie, even though it sucked at the same time. I think on 1.3 speed, that sounds ideal, though, (laughs) (laughs) because it did get a little slow at some points, uh, but it starts out really good. I thought that the intro was very spooky, scary. It was so long with the title credits though and so that was very long that that was several minutes and it was gorgeous I loved the 80s computer vibes oh um, with the lines and I the pumpkin. did need them to speed it up a little 
because I was already watching and I sped up even more during that part. It's uh, it's just to set the groundwork to be like, yeah, computers are going to be a part of this. This is about the technological era. Okay. This is the future. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is going to be about pumpkins and computers. And you know that from this 10 minute long sequence. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then they revealed it was like little digital computer artwork at the end and I was like okay cute but I was ready to move on I was ready but over it mm-hmm. I like the actual action int- intro of this movie though um it was giving me x-files vibes this entire movie I love this I loved the concept of this movie I think it would have been better served as an x-files episode though just because it would have been a little more succinct and I would have loved to see Scully and Mulder's take on it and I would have preferred them to our actual two main characters because I have a lot of strong feelings about them and we'll get yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but that said, the beginning was really giving me X-Files because it just felt like one of those um, openings, like this man running, you have no idea what's going on, the car chasing him everywhere, these like stoic men in stu- suits. I was really hoping this was going to be an alien movie, um, but- I'm not mad that it wasn't um, because this was much more interesting. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, you get so many great things right away. You get a man who's bad at hiding. You get a man (laughs) who's bad at hiding. He was like, oh, I hid for one second. Let me go bing, bang, boom on all these loud things and make every dog in the entire world bark at me. So then (laughs) the spooky guys come back. He's doing his best, but not very but it's stuff. not very good but this opening does build a lot of great tension totally because you're like what is going on what is the mystery why yes. was this man where he was in the first place the thing I'm confused about and I don't know if this is jumping too far ahead so stop me if it is okay is Santa Mira because that's the town they end up going to, right? Is it uh-huh. very close to the original town? Because do they not have the nice toy man from from the opening sequence? Do they not still have his car at their factory? We, As we find out later, how did he get back to his town? I'm confused. I'm super confused. I'm also like, what state is this man in in general i don't know i just like they're supposed to be in northern california yeah i think there's some travel um because at some point in imdb trivia they say when they go to los angeles blah 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 and i was like when did they go to los angeles they don't go to los Um, angeles that's there's a sequence where they show all these different cities where everyone all the kids are wearing the silver shamrock masks and it shows the different cities and, and like d- that just to show that like kids all over the United States have these masks. That's what that was. And I Ellie- hear you, but here's what IMDb trivia says. It says, while in Los Angeles, Chalice and Ellie are investigating inside her father's novelty store, but the building is used externally, blah, blah, blah. That's just, just like a trivia about the building, but it says when they're in Los Angeles investigating the store. So it's definitely not the montage scene that they're talking about. Oh, well, I didn't know but it was they set could, in Los Angeles. Wrong. 
It says it, Northern California in the beginning, and then they go uh, to Santa. No, Mira. she's from Los Angeles, and she traveled all the way up there to up to where the guy was from. I thought to uh, check, like identify the body. To Northern California. I'm and willing to believe that IMDb is wrong and you are right because when I read it, I also went, huh? Um, I think I'm pretty sure I'm right because at that point they hadn't gone on a road trip to go look at his store. They weren't that invested into each in each other at that point in their investigation that he would be traveling six hours with her without any signaling of that happening. I think he was from up there. And she lived in L.A. I think the dad was from up there, from up in NorCal. That would make sense. To me. Yeah, I agree. I think there was there was something on IMDb trivia about a location that I also didn't copy into my notes, apparently. Um, so I think they're just a nearby northern California Bay Area-ish town. Um it is interesting to me that they're in Santa Mira, though, because apparently um, that is also where they go in the 1950s invasion of the body snatchers. Um, like, it's the same setting for that one. Yeah, it's a nod to it. That's cool. Yeah, there's so many, like, vibes. Even, like, the look of Ellie versus the look of the main character in the 70s invasion of the body snatcher I feel like they looked sort of similar too Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know if that was necessarily intentional but it was giving me those vibes and like the whole thing with the um the scientist lady who was like sifting through the remains that was very in the 70s version where they're like getting the what were they like the food and drug blah, blah 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 agriculture something Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They're either like the FDA or something. I'm not sure. Some and then there's something at the end, place. but I don't want to say it yet. That was very, very invasion of the body snatchers. Oh, yeah, definitely. That was super intentional. But anyway, back to the beginning. Um, I think that I feel very bad for this gas gas attendant man. This He's gas just trying to stay out man. of trouble. He just doesn't want any issues please He's leave him alone wrapped into so He's much shit just trying to live his life I and they know. won't let him they won't let him um and <laughs> i also love how they do so much to set up that daniel aka tom atkins the actor is a lady killer <laughs> right <laughs> like in the beginning they're like in case you don't feel this way naturally Dr. Daniel Chalice gets it left and right. (laughs) The man is so horny and it's just like sex as soon as he's on the TV screen. As soon. Immediately. Instant. Immediate. The second one, he's grabbing nurses' asses. The nurses aren't mad. They're grabbing his ass back. Like, I did thought I thought that was funny that she grabbed the desk back but I was still like this is not okay but I was it's not appropriate workplace conduct but you know it was the 80s smacking butts (laughs) left and right I guess was totally kosher who knows it's fine as long as you're smacking back smack back (laughs) (laughs) in the 80s in the 80s 80s? that was what consent looked like you guys (laughs) exactly sweet god sweet god uh (laughs) 
But I will say that the first kill for this movie was such a shock and was awesome in my opinion. I think all the practical effects in this and like the like, I don't know, prostheses and like fake heads and everything were so nasty. I loved it. (laughs) Really good. So good. But he literally, I was like, won the gloves. He's got this, this man in a suit has killing gloves, which is cool that he's got killing specific gloves. That's we should have killing gloves. I feel like driving gloves. It's been like two years now. We should have killing gloves, killing gloves. I last time I wore gloves in that any way close to that, like that had the same energy was like cotillion in fifth grade. (laughs) So like, Something about putting on the little gloves on your hand, not for winter, not for cold, for a set, makes you feel very fancy. So maybe he has to feel fancy to do a kill. Um, so good for him. <laughs> it's all about the aesthetic. It's It was a good look. It looked nice with the suit. It, it matched kind of well. Uh- <laughs> he really had creepy thin man vibes from Charlie's Angels is what I thought in the beginning. Yes. And also, I think that guy, and actually maybe I should double check before I say something done and get shot by a million Michael Myers fans. They wouldn't be listening to this episode. It's not relevant to them. That's so true. That is so true. I'm pretty sure, and if I'm wrong, just tell me right now, okay? But I Uh think that that specific scary henchman man, the one who lights himself on fire later and then comes back later, is that the guy who plays Michael Myers underneath the mask? What is his name? Why can't I find it? Dick Warlock. Dick Warlock! Yes! Dick Dick Warlock. Warlock. That's such a great fucking name. He's one of them, and I feel like he should be that one. But I don't I know what agree. he looks like. Because IMDb Trivia said he's credited under, quote, assassin in the ending credits. And I feel like that first guy, for sure, if I were to pick any of them to be assassin, that's him. I think that that's him. He played Michael Myers um, in Halloween 2, I think, yes. is what IMDb Trivia says. Yeah, apparently this film was done mostly with the same crew as Halloween 2. They well, they involved a lot of the original Halloween actors too. Like Annie, who is in the original Halloween, um, she's the voice of the ex-wife on the phone. Um, well, and her she's face also is on. She's in the movie. I the ex-wife you. is literally um, in yeah, the movie. There's is. like a whole scene when the kids get the masks at the beginning. I believe and you. He um, brings masks, and the mom already bought masks. She's like, I've and, got these and better like, masks. Yeah, and they have like a whole fight, and you're like, "Damn, I, she's I believe hot." You. It's it's part of the. I'm I'm worried about you that you don't remember this. <laughs> I feel like I remembered it, but maybe I was not like clued in enough with who was who yet and what was going on to tie it for sure to character beats. I just saw that part, and I was like, "That bitch looks like that other lady from the the other Halloween." And then I was <laughs> that like, bitch "Wait, looks like that other bitch." <laughs> That bitch looks like that other bitch. Hey, it's the same bitch. Um, she looks great. I can't believe she came back alive. How cool! I remember yeah. when I first saw this movie, I didn't realize that they were divorced, and so this whole movie, I was like, "Wow, this man has just run off with this twenty-something and left his wife and kids." Uh, and he would now. Though. I'm just like, oh, he he's would. just a drunk, divorced doctor. So. 
He's just a drug, a classic drug divorce doctor who's hooked up with the coroner and is now hooking up with this very youthful woman. Um, she's fine. He's very horny, very sexy. Oh my god. I just He's like really don't find on. him to be sexy at all. And so it made all parts of this movie harder for me. And I'm <laughs> not saying he's not sexy. I'm just saying he's not for me. All right. So this movie wasn't catered to me in that way. Um, but the, when I saw that it was Annie, like the actress that played Annie um, as the, the ex-wife. And then later on, you see that Halloween like exists in the movie. Halloween exists in the universe of Halloween three. I was like, is his ex-wife supposed to be the actress who played Annie? <laughs> and like, is this like, she's like an actress and she's not working anymore. And she's mad because she has to take care of the kids. I was like creating this whole backstory for her based on her being a retired actress after doing the Halloween movie. Anyway. I mean, I love that. Death. There's a lot I love of depth that vibe. to the film. There's a lot of depth to the film. <laughs> um. But I just wasn't expecting back to the, the kill. Um, I, you know, I was expecting him to poke the guy's eyes out, but I wasn't expecting him to go into the skull and pull out his nose bridge. That was unexpected, innovative and exciting, such strength, such creativity. I was like, okay, that is a way to kill someone and also make them look silly. Like, okay. (laughs) so rubbery to really be like hooking your fingers in there and just tugging things around but I do think that that part of the kill like establishes like early on that like these are not just weird humans who are very stoic and well-dressed like there's something either extraterrestrial vicious yeah something weird something not human going on um and we find out very soon that it's just that they're all Irish Right. The real villain of this movie is the Irish. I loved the misdirection in this film where they were like, actually, it's just Irish people that are the villains. But then you're like, oh, wait, no, there's more to it. And just like they're in a dangerous territory there for a second. Apparently, per IMDb trivia, originally, um, all of the I'll call them henchmen for now. All of the henchmen for now, they wanted to cast redheads um, to really tie into that. <laughs> They're just Irish charm. <laughs> well, according to some of what I wrote, read, like most of them were. <laughs> most of the henchmen were redheads. <laughs> so they didn't incredible. fill out the extra room, I guess. Yeah, they had to they get some get brunettes in there. Well, they had to have Dick Warlock in there and he's not a redhead, so... Put him in Dick a way. Warlock's not gonna dye his hair for the role. Come on. I wish my name was Dick Warlock. That is like you could it change could be. Yeah, it's within your That's power. True. When I, like if Adam and I get married, we're not gonna take each other's last names or combine them. We're gonna choose a new last name and it's gonna be Warlock. <laughs> no, it's gonna be Dick hyphen Warlock. <laughs> so you'll be Monica, Monica Dick, Dick, Dick Warlock. Warlock. <laughs> Adam Dick Warlock. I think that really sounds that. nice. Monica Adeline Dick Warlock. Rules <laughs> I love the tongue. It. it really does. There's just the right amount of syllables in there. Is that a haiku in and of itself? <laughs> 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 almost, almost. We'll add a couple Spirit more. In there. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, just really like that idea. <laughs> Run it by Adam. 
I think he's gonna love it. Yeah, yeah, he's down. There's no way he's not down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we pretty quickly get Ellie in the mix, and I will say that she is super cute and adorable. She's so cute. She gives me Winona Ryder vibes. She also looks like a Tim Burton character come alive. That's just a little bit. Yeah. Her Mm -hmm. face looks like, which is cool. Um, And very on theme for a spooky movie. It's great. (laughs) Like she kind of looks like she's claymation. Um, And I wish that I looked like I was claymation. So that's cool too. (laughs) But um, Mm. I was like really enjoying the whole like, we're detectives now avenging my father's death blah 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 part and then like I just like I really didn't need him to fuck I just really I didn't need it I like I really didn't need it I didn't need it so much and I really didn't need how graphic it was they were horny they were so horny she was like forget my father and forget my name Let's go. <laughs> and I was, oh my God. I was like, maybe this is how she's grieving. And I get that grief is messy. And so we will forgive her. <laughs> she's like, um, got me a doctor. It's fine. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Why do I fair. need to worry about anything else? Yeah. Yeah. And he does walk around like he's the hottest shit on two legs, you know? So that he does maybe, have the maybe swag. He, he does have the swag. Not for me, but for other people, he does. Um, but apparently I know we're skipping around a little bit, but during the sex scene, cause I don't want to talk about the sex scene again. So we have to do it now. We've already brought it up. Um, okay. there's that weird part where he like sucks on her nipple and you're like, Oh my God, why? I, I did think it was a little tender. <laughs> I was like, I don't see a lot of nipple sucking on a move in a movie. That's not yeah. on HBO max. So I was like, whoa, I just was mad they were fucking in general. I think I would have liked it other times, but it's she because- looks so young. And then he asks her at one point, how old are you again? After they've already smashed right? like two times. After and she's like, old fun. enough. She never reveals. I'm I think she's older, 19. Than I look. older than I look. I think oh, she's supposed that. to be 20 is what but, I've read. He has like eight year old kids. He's literally a full ass doctor. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's like in his like, yeah. Anyway, um, the reason that the nipple suck was in there was because there was apparently no nipple clause in her contract. So this is a quote from her. She said, there was no nipple clause in my contract so they could shoot my breast, but they could not shoot my nipple. Poor Tom Atkins and Tommy Lee Wallace have to shoot around this, have to cover it up here. These things are so technical. (laughs) So literally her contract was like, boob, yes, nipple, no. And so they could never show the nipple, but they show the outside boob part. Okay. I I know. (laughs) Incredible. I know. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. Apparently, many people are deeply disturbed by that part and they were mad. So I don't know. They're like, how dare she not show nipple? <laughs> it was just, oh my it, was God. A, it was a long, it was a long sex scene. It was a long sex scene. Anyway, um, also another thing that we skipped over is the coroner who's like doing, oh my God, we skipped over so many things. Remember that part where the, uh, where Dick Warlock lit himself on fire and exploded? Yes. Yes. That part slapped. <laughs> that part was fun. It was hilarious. 
He was just like, it's time to go. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> Pouring gasoline all over his face. Um, but I, I really liked that they had the um, coroner part of the movie as she's doing these like autopsies on what she thinks is the body. It's like being like, oh, they mismarked this one. Oh, they mismarked this one, blah, blah, blah. That was all added in after the fact. Um, oh. Yeah, originally they, well, in my mind, they're like, they haven't, they realized they didn't establish Tom Atkins' character as a lady killer quite as much. So they had to bring in another woman More that he More ladies fucked. to flirt with, yeah. But apparently in the original cut, he like, her character exists, but you never see her or establish any relationship anything with her and so it's just him one-sided on the phone talking to a coroner and so it's like weird because it's just like a phone call and it wasn't very effective at all so after filming the whole rest of the movie they went back added her character and added in like her whole subplot which was what I really loved her whole subplot I think the movie would have suffered without it so I'm glad they added her in yeah I mean I think too (laughs) yeah um I I think also it worked really well as like misdirection at points to be like something creepy is going on but you don't know what yet you think maybe the conspiracy is that they're like just trying to hide evidence instead Mm. of the fact that um the evidence is just not what they initially thought that it was um I thought that was a good storytelling device totally and it's weird to think that they just didn't have that at first and then they it was like an afterthought yeah I don't know if like I don't the movie went through like severe rewrites too like it originally was written by this like prolific sci-fi writer let me find Neil his something, name Neil right? yeah his name is Nigel Neil which is a cool name great name um yeah, and he's done like incredible stuff. Also, they originally had Joe Dante directing this, y'all. Fuck. That would have been <laughs> awesome. But then he dropped out and we got Tommy Lee Wallace, who didn't do a bad job. Okay. Um, but Nigel Neal wrote it. And then apparently the distributor who did this movie was like, I need it to be gorier, mate. It's not gory enough. It was more like sci-fi and like plotty and like psychological, but they're like, nah, this is a slasher brand. We at least need to have some blood and guts and laser face removal. Uh, (laughs) And so they went in and did like extensive rewrites. And I'm not sure who did that. I'm not sure who did the rewrites. I'm sorry, but um, um, I think I have it in my notes. Um, it was Nigel Neal originally, and then, um, I think John Carpenter did some rewrites and then Tommy Lee Wallace did additional rewriting. It was Tommy who did that as well. Okay. So by the end of it, Nigel didn't feel like it was his movie anymore and it was his script anymore. And so he took his name off of the project, even though it was based off of his idea. And Tommy Lee Wallace says that like, it's still 60% of his story, but like Nigel didn't want his name on it anymore. So um, like it kind of must've gotten a little more muddied when like everybody put their hands in the pot. Cause uh, like, we'll get into it later, but there's like important plot parts of this movie that questions have been asked about it and Tommy Lee Wallace does not know the answer because he didn't think his shit through enough so like there wasn't a lot of cohesive 
thought in the rewrites, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, okay. But seeing what his response was, I think he's right. He said, it's magic. That's good enough for me. Oh, the magic part is fine. Um, I'm talking about the Ellie reveal later on. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll be curious to see what you have to say then. Yeah, no, there's a lot of criticisms of like different plot holes with this movie. And they're like, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. But like when you have magic in the mix, which we're about to reveal that there's magic in the mix, you can't say shit, honey. It's magic. <laughs> That's the best. Y'all, did part you know there was magic, magic in the mix? Yo, there's magic in the mix. That's why I'm wearing this witch hat. <laughs> I'm wearing a witch hat in case you're listening only. I'm wearing a witch hat. Um, we're all wearing spooky things. I'm wearing a witch hat. Chelsea's wearing her spirit Halloween shirt that I bought her. And Sydney is wearing. I'm wearing an Auburn sweatshirt because I think our season could be very scary. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, <laughs> I, also, I will say as um Someone who's going on a road trip this weekend. I did like the road trip aspect of this to a little spooky town. Um, I would like to go to a little spooky town, but no place should have any place with a curfew at six. Or six? I read something that was six. It might've been 730. It was really early. Oh my God. Here's yeah. the thing. Any town that has like an a loudspeaker announcement throughout the town is sus. Get out of there speed out of town oh yeah bad shit happening at night lots of um house of wax vibes from this movie also yes especially when they start to reveal yeah the town is fake people in it may or may not be fake etc oh yeah all the people like when they first walk into the town or drive into the town are all ogling them like who the fuck you know um that's why would you too, come though. to our town no yeah that felt troll too but also it's like a lot of other that's a trope in other sure. movies too what small towns being like intruder alert what the fuck is go- what the fuck is up um i i loved everything that went down in the town though like i loved um how bizarre because they were at that motel there's nobody fucking there and all of a sudden everyone in the entire world shows up like and and the rose of shannon motel it is so cute though it is very cute cute. (laughs) it's very very cute um and i also love that margaret whatever the fuck was like so excited look at all these people who love to sell halloween masks that's the real tragedy here these are lovely people cut of the same cloth as us spookies through and through and they're being slaughtered (laughs) just for doing what they they love they love pranks and halloween masks they love they are us two tenets of spooky tuesday pranks and spooky masks spooky spooky costumes okay but i will say there are three masks and three of us and i have assigned us each masks oh okay i'm ready okay chelsea i think you would be the pumpkin mask (gasps) the star monica you will be the witch mask fair (laughs) and i am skeleton mask oh my god i love it and it even goes with all of our outfits 
Wow. I set myself up for that one. Even though I like that one least, it does have the biggest chin and therefore it's fitting. (laughs) I can accept that. (laughs) It just kind of looks like me if I was green. (laughs) Sometimes the vibes are right. Sometimes Sometimes they're there. I have to accept it. That's fine. And okay, I love that you did the that pumpkin. Though. Thank you. Um, I love that you did that. There is also another line that made me think of you. This is from the end, so I won't give any context for it for a second. But it was something um, when he was like, we don't decide these things, you know, the planets do. And I was like, that is so Sydney core. That is, <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> um, Brand is strong. I think like you were saying, Chelsea, in not so many words, this movie does meander quite a bit and could use a little upping of the speed of view. Um, But like the big plot points that happen, like slap, like the um, man who like lives behind the buildings that, uh, what's his real name? Dan? Is that the name of the main guy? Tom Atkins. The Tom Atkins. Dr. Chalice. Dr. Chalice that the doctor meets um I loved like his like I love that he's just like I don't have any diseases can I have some alcohol (laughs) he knows to preface it you know I wouldn't give you shot his shot tell me specifically I don't have any diseases my alcohol so fair um but he also you know shouldn't be shout now against Mr. Cochran when he has cameras everywhere and it's past cute curfew. I was sad to see him go and see him literally decapitated by pure force. I was hoping his spine would come out. That would have been cool. That would have been incredible. I would have liked that. I've seen some movies where they de-spine people and it's always exciting. So I was a little disappointed. It felt very like Volturi beheading style. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Literally, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) They just kind of pluck it off. Yeah, not, yeah. (laughs) Okay, they just pluck it off. But like for some reason with in Twilight, everyone is actually made of stone when they're killed and they just shatter kind of. It's so weird. Um, But this one, when they ripped his head off, there was that true geyser of blood that came out of Mm -hmm. his neck stump. That it was, was cool. beautiful. Was it was gorgeous. beautiful. A sight to see. I, I thought it was interesting, though, in that scene, um, just how weirdly sexual the vibes were oh, as yeah, the two guys that. cornered him and, like, got him on knees. I agree. I was like, what are they going to make him do before What's they happen here? Oh, my God. I, yeah, There's my a mind lot went to of scary unnecessarily, places. like, sensual moments. Like her little lingerie thing. Like, girl, did you pack that with you or did you run out and buy it? Where did that come? She's just got it on underneath the whole time under her little Marty McFly, but girly outfit. Oh my God. I just remembered that also the part where she's like, let's go for round three. You know, oh God. I was like, like, are you tired? I was like, why would you not at all? I was like, let it end. I was like, aren't you tired, Ellie? Don't you think it's time to go to bed? Me as a viewer would like you to go to bed. That's how you know she's too young for him because she's on that marathon beat. Yeah, no, they're not matched in that way. Um, (laughs) 
but I do, I, I love the Margaret part. She one has a great vibe, very stoked to be a spooky lady selling masks. Um, also she's smart and she's curious and we love that. And she's giving her first and last name out to strangers, which is something that I would do also. Uh, <laughs> that is something you would do. <laughs> I did that on the street at three in the morning, like t- a couple of weeks ago. Cause unfortunately my Instagram handle is my first and last name. And some guy was like, I'll invite you to this party. What's your Instagram? And I said it out loud. And I was like, if you can spell it, you can follow me. And then I got my Uber and it drove away. I thought it was a cool exit. But also I was like, this man knows my first and last name. And what if he does figure out how to spell it? (laughs) He didn't. We're fine. Don't be like me, kids. Anyway. (laughs) Um, But I love the reveal that like, it's like, wait, what's behind the logo of the of the shamrock the silver shamrock a weird thing that looks like a computer part i don't know what that's called a chip a a chip thank you (laughs) a computer chip i was like main frame i don't know uh why go at it with a hairpin though does that do something does anyone here know about chips I think just, you know, how sometimes um, you are looking for little tools around your apartment or whatever, and you're like, will a bobby pin work? Will, do I have any safety pins anywhere when you need to just like reset things or dig underneath something, but you don't have nails? Yeah, maybe she was trying to get it out so she could like put it in her USB drive of her laptop that she did not have because it was eight nineteen eighty something. So never she mind. She's going to poke at it and see what the deal was. I mean, I don't. I mean, that's actually really interesting. I don't know what bobby pins were made out of in the 80s. And I also don't know what they're made out of today. Um, (laughs) That's my guess, though, is like maybe it was like the metal was conducting electricity or whatever. And that's why it had the misfire as opposed to just she was like getting wonky with it. You know what I mean? Um, But it also feels very lady detective, girl boss, small business queen vibes to be like let me pull out a barrette from my hair from to- my perfectly coiffed yeah. hair by the way exactly <laughs> um I think it's like kind of a huge design flaw if you just like poke at it with some metal a little bit and then a big laser shoots out like I feel like that's not super incognito because I don't know if you know this thing about kids but they don't take get they they like get their shit and everything <laughs> they'll rip off anything they'll break anything they're gonna rip those tags off if they're not e like e 600 glued on you know i so hear you um but also i don't think preserving child safety was really a concern so i don't well, not in the 80s no, no 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 but y'all it's counter to the plan the plan is to kill as many children as possible if one kid gets lasered in the face, then there will spawn a recall of all the masks and the plan is fucked. They still Nobody cared about that recalls shit back in the 80s. Nobody yeah. did recalls it in the 80s. It would have gotten on the local news. My <laughs> child was shot in the face by a laser and turned into a snake. Like that would have caused some alarm, you know? I hear you. Hubbub. They could have lost like 15 kids to die on Halloween his army- night. 
of redheads clearly are wielding a lot. He's made so much money from just gags and pranks, you know? So he's very wealthy. He could silence whatever story he needs to silence. God damn it. You're probably right. <laughs> big business Don't out mess here. with the Irish. The <laughs> oh my God. Well, okay. We just have to say words about the effects that they used post laser. The, oh. the way the laser shot out of her eyes also was so alarming to me. Um, but it it was, I think I liked it, the visual effects that they did. <laughs> I think I liked the laser. The laser was just a big old laser for me. And then like her whole face, I didn't think it shot out of her eyes. I thought her- Oh, her, her mouth. It her shot mouth. her, it shot like oh. across her mouth, like- Right? That's what I thought. What did you think, Sydney? I thought it shot across like her lips and like burnt her lips away and like burnt her <gasps> teeth off. And then her eye was like fried out. Her like the eye out that we were looking at. That's what you I thought. What I, <laughs> what I really didn't like in that scene is the way that her Thank feet you. went like this and they wiggled. Uh, okay. That's why I was confused about that. Okay. Also, but must be said, potato bug come out of her mouth. A potato bug. That's a potato, a bug. potato bug. The, ma- the it, bug that came that out of her mouth is called a, it's called a potato bug. No, I don't think bug. so. As earwig might fit in your ear. Potato bug would never fit in your ear. A potato bug is gross. Regardless. Is a bug that looks like it's an alien. And thusly, you saw it coming out of your mouth and you're like, what the fuck? And then it went into her beautifully coiffed hair. Um, when I was a child, I was swimming in my pool. And then I saw at the bottom of the pool, the pool a potato bug. And I thought it was an alien scared the ever loving shit out of me. I could not believe it. Of course, I then picked it up out of the pool and examined it for hours. Um, And so I saw it and I was like, it's a potato bug. I knew immediately that it was a potato bug because um, they're, they're fucking closely. weird looking, man. They're so bulbous. You they're thought like, it was an alien and potato? you fished it out? Yes, of course. Classic Monica. Have you met me? Come on. Of course I did. <laughs> that, this is why that I die first. Stands. This is why I die first in the horror movie. I would yeah. put up a good fight, but not really because I'd be too busy. Like, what's that You'd sound? Get that oh, too look. Fast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, this was a potato bug. I was hoping for more potato bugs later, but they switched bugs. Disappointing. <laughs> Maybe that's an expensive bug to get. I don't know. <laughs> It's so fascinating to me um, that the effects of the laser computer chip are that it manifests bugs in your body. Magic is very interesting and special. Especially Stonehenge magic. Stonehenge magic. That shit's wild. And it's ancient. So we got a potato bug. You said the wiggly feet. The wiggly yes. feet, at first I was like, she's having a wiggle because she's having a death spasm. We just saw a death spasm last week when Candace died in FD5. Um, we also had a laser last week, too. Oh, my God. Oh, we did. It planned. Wow. Maybe that's why I, I said love... the laser came out of her eye. I love when we're so good at this. We're like, really, it's incredible. It's the themes. The themes we do it every time. Uh, we beautiful. never miss. We never miss. miss here on Spooky Tuesday. Um, but I was wondering, was that the death spasm or was she already dead? And was that like little snakeys in her feet or something? Because I thought maybe like the buggos or and the snakeos 
were like coming out down there because you don't see necessarily that it actually is her feet. It doesn't really matter, but it's fun to imagine. That's an interesting point because I also was confused initially at watching that scene. And that's because I think there was like some interesting cuts to the our couple next door in bed together. And I thought maybe it was just being like, they're so cute playing footsie in bed together while this lady dies next oh, door. But yeah. it was her it was her wiggly feet, I think. Yeah. So I think maybe just death or maybe it took her a little bit longer to die than it seemed i think just that potato bug i, I don't think there was a short the burst of the laser yeah and it didn't fire as intended it misfired and also maybe there's something to the children versus adults of it all because we don't see any other adults potato humans adults. reactions yeah. yeah um i do i also just want to point out how her teeth were all broken off um and it was really fucked up and disgusting and awesome Scary. it was so scary it was cool it was so cool all the practical effects are so cool and they're like some of them are so subtle like the one with the kid later i was like oh my god i wish i could pull that mask off you know <laughs> so scary with the kid later so scary um but next we get to go actually into the fucking factory and I, I love the factory. I've never been so jazzed in my life. I was like, wait, what? Before that, he gets the moment where he's calling the lady on the phone to do some more forts with her. Um, and he's like, I'm always ready for dinner with you. But then they reveal that he, he's like, can you look up anything on Connell Cochran? Um, they reveal that the office is bugged because um, he's got the whole town bugged because it, his big uh, plan has to do with bugs. bugs. It's bugs, baby. Bug, bug, bug. He loves a theme. A he man after theme. my own heart. Look. Oh my God. Can't be mad at him if he's just committed. Can't you be know? mad. Can't be mad. What's the death of a million children? <laughs> For the theme. Um, but he's committing just... to the bit, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love those videos i never watch them i only only when they come to me do i watch them but those like okay. how it gets made videos i mm. never seek them out but when i find out how something gets made i get very 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 excited and so then they when they got to go on the tour and they were showing how the masks were made i was like the rest of the movie could just be this a video was, I, of yeah. the masks being painted i would be very interested in that he was like really explaining the process like actually and I was like well that makes a lot of sense and they have the cool <laughs> molds and I was like I wonder why the skull one is black compared to the other ones because they all have black details and then I was like oh because it's supposed to look like the skull head is floating I understand now because the neck part is dark mm. um I was having a great time and then they go into the toy room and I was like yes <laughs> Yeah, I wrote this tour rules in my notes, um, but then they just immediately afterwards listed off a bunch of his pranks and um, some of them sounded bad. And then they cut right to that weird Native American Native toy. American and I was like, oh, right. they're just like speed running offensive material here. It truly yeah. was like. He was like, don't you know, sticky, sticky toilet paper? Or what about the oh. floppy chainsaw? The oh. soft chainsaw. And what was the third Sticky one? Sticky toilet paper does seem like a fun prank, though. It does. 
what's the floppy chainsaw? Like you go to someone, you look like they're, you're going to off their neck. And then it's just like <laughs> flops over. Ha ha. That's so funny. What a prank. You thought you were going to die. We could have made millions guys. We have great pranks. We have amazing pranks. Oh, what was the other one? I wrote it down. We don't know. Oh, that's what it is. The, <laughs> the first one was okay. Mm, I can't say that word. The dead insert word that starts with the D. It's not offensive to say it's dwarf. Not, okay, no. okay, I wasn't sure. The dead dwarf <laughs> I don't guy. Think, the yeah, I'm sure the dead off? dwarf joke itself was offensive, but what's the dead dwarf guy? What is it? What what is that? We have questions. What is it? I need to know. He just said it so flippantly, like everyone should know. And I was like, I don't know. Is this an anachronism thing? Is this like a thing where I'm not old enough to know? <laughs> and everybody like who watched this in the 80s knew, I need to know. <laughs> it's it's possible. But I mean, if you recall from the early 2000s, there just also was a period of time where people made dwarf jokes um and so I think it's possible that just the idea of a dead dwarf is the joke maybe I don't know I have news for you I have an update do not google the phrase dead dwarf (laughs) oh my god yeah I that's probably good advice I thought that a toy would cut it was gonna pop up right away and I thought it might be real but instead I'm very sad we can skip right past that. I think we can move on. Yeah, we're gonna, um, <laughs> we're gonna, but like I was having a really good time seeing all of his toys and I thought they were all really cool. And then of course they got racist so fast. And I was like, why does this have to happen? Why can't we stick with the weird alien guys spinning around and that sort of a thing? I like those type of old toys, but there's always something haunted in them more ways than one. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, I think that the they cut soon to the whole like volatile chemicals. There's something in the finishing room, blah, blah, blah. These men all look like the men who killed your father. Like they kind of speed run a little bit the reveal that like they, they knew something spooky was going on, obviously. Um, yeah. And but, then the car's there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they do that really awkward like almost irish <laughs> exit uh, Ooh, funny funny joke. i wasn't really intending that joke but it just happened um but yeah ellie can't keep her fucking cool man you can't run towards the car when there's like seven men around it and it's broad daylight you got to go back under the stealth cover of night to do your investigative work okay but again she's going through a lot She's got a lot on her plate, a lot on her mind. A new boyfriend that she's dealing with. Who? yeah. Oh, my God. Also, I was just so mad when they got back to the, like, motel room. They're like, we need to go right now. And he's like, yeah, let me just leave you alone really fast. When we know right. that this entire town is And let me leave the door cracked. Just the leave the door a little town. ajar. Why? That's dangerous. That, yeah, no, it was terrible. And then she was fucking gone. And then we had a 27 year long compilation Chase. of him running around and hiding. <laughs> Slinking down in the phone booth as if the whole thing isn't made of glass. Right. Hey, it was him being sexy. Like, 
so, so oh my god I just had a flashback like to the, the part where he tries to where his butt's in it and he pulls his pants up and uh, he's like yeah like 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 swaggers up to the door to go see what's going on outside I was like fuck off <laughs> like this machismo I can't handle it <laughs> he's like There's don't worry all baby I'll check it out <laughs> he's a Tom man Atkins. okay Tom Atkins is the manliest man that ever was he Apparently. is the man of like that all men think is like so hot and so sexy and like such like a man blowing off his ex-wife and kids flirting with every lady that's what men want to do are you kidding yeah yeah i hate that for them I mean, and also that? for us is he wearing a wig in this i, I like, didn't get wig vibes but i don't know that i was looking for them I don't there's something up there is a vibe I just I was like the something's not believable here I don't know what it is I don't know I don't know it just wasn't for me and usually I'm into everyone and so it was hard for me <laughs> I will uh, say I'm looking on IMDb photos to try and see if like can I see if he looks wiggy to me there were some banger posters for this movie oh yeah they're very cool. I'll I'll have to post a couple of them on social maybe. But yeah, lots, yeah. Of, lots of great vibes. I love that. Maybe it was just his hair color that was a little strange. Ooh. Oh, I'm seeing what you're saying. Nice. Okay. I don't think he's wearing a wig. No, it's just like a weird color for him. Should go a darker brown. I think. He's a little blonde and, and you know. He was almost ginger and he can't be ginger in this movie. Not when the antagonists are gingers. No. Also, I really liked all the different Irish accents that I got to hear. There was many different ones. And there was the uh, assistant lady at, or receptionist lady at the front of the shop. And she had like a scritchy, scratchy voice with an Irish accent. And I was like, I could listen to your voice all day. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Um, but during this awfully long chase scene, we finally get to the meat and potatoes of this movie, which is when he busts down the door in the factory and he's like, hello, old fashioned woman who seems to be knitting here. Where's Ellie? <laughs> which is wild. <laughs> Just like, of course, the interior room is a knitting lady, just a little old lady who's knitting. That's knitting. the secret. <laughs> um, She'll know where Ellie is. Tell me, you old lady. Don't well, knit when my woman is gone. I think it's very reasonable to assume when you walk into a factory and find an old lady that she's clearly the mommy of the CEO, therefore the true boss. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's a reasonable jump to make personally. I, yeah. I, it's like I, in Futurama where, what is it? Mom, what's her name? The old lady that runs the uh, robot factory. Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's been so long. I think it's I mom. I believe you. It would be fitting. She does something similar. She's knitting and then her head falls off. No, but <laughs> she's she in pretends- control of the robots. It sounds like. She's in control of the robots and she pretends to be like a frail, like old lady. And then she's a badass bitch. Oh, just like this lady whose head got squished off or turned to goo. I forget what happens to her. Her head, her head doesn't just get squished off. off. It just falls off. And then he sees all the cogs inside and you're like, holy fuck. Like, okay. 
I get that they're like all machines, but I wish that they had like leaned into them all being toys, you know, because the mm. toy vibe was the whole thing. I like technically you can imagine that they are like toys, but um, I don't know. That would have been like creepier for me because he's known for his toy work and blah, 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 blah. Um, it would have been more obvious if they looked that way, but um, I don't know. I just would have liked that verbiage used a little bit more. A little marionette vibe, a little doll month energy. <laughs> um, Love that. Yeah, I think toy as opposed to robot. That could have really done something thematically for this yeah. movie. But I guess robot's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I, I guess. It's like animatron. I don't even know. There's like, they have goo inside. That was the fucking yeah, the goo. Goo reveal ever. When they have that big old fight. And that somehow Dr. Dr. Doctor um, wins by, <laughs> you know, that thing when you punch someone in the stomach and then you pull out a handful of like, <laughs> of like sweet potato Goo. bisque. <laughs> like that was literally <laughs> like <laughs> potato bisque. That the, what is it? Which one am I talking about? From Trader Joe's. It's that exact color. <laughs> it's like brown uh, butter sage. Yes. Is squash. it butternut squash? Butternut, butternut, butternut squash. squash. It's butternut Classic. squash soup. I bet you that's what they used. I know what they used. It's somewhere in my notes. Um, butternut squash soup. How am I going to Oh my God. It though is the question. Looked up goo, blood, uh, butternut squash soup. If you look that up, I'm pretty sure that's that'll come right up. <laughs> Uh, I I would have thought corn or meal would turn sage, it up, but hmm. butternut squash soup. They didn't say butter. Trader Joe's brand. Tragically, I don't know why they would leave That's that so off. Weird. Um, That's exactly the color. <laughs> that That's was the title of this episode: butternut squash. Delicious. <laughs> That's the, yeah, that is that is, and that is a really good type of soup. And so it was upsetting to see it come out of apparently maybe dick warlock's tummy <laughs> orange juice concentrate it looked so much more muted than that oh well, i guess concentrate kind of looks weird and gross like maybe this is the color fixing in the movie too they could have adjusted yeah. it was toned disgusting. down that orange it looked like vile also it was awesome it was, it was okay do you remember reveal. um from our season one finale throwing it back um, when we did Alien and they have that robot reveal that also has goo in it as well. Um, yes. But they theirs was, was milk. milky as opposed to butternut squashy. It's like the inside of a poinsettia, poinsettia. I don't know how you say that. Flower. You ever broken off a leaf from a poinsettia plant? A I, red I don't know. Plant? The red I guess not. plant? Yeah, I know what off, you're talking about. It has milk white blood. Now I know. Yep, technically sap, but I like to think of it as blood. As blood. Yeah. As blood. As oh, blood. blood. Um, but anyway, I feel like the <laughs> next bit of this movie was the most unhinged shit I've ever seen in my life. And that's not true, but I was like, there's a lot of talk going on right now. And all of okay, it's but nuts. <laughs> I don't want to skip the part in the elevator when they're finally doing the robot reveal and one of the robots sneezes and he's like, convincing, isn't it? I just thought that's fun. I, I thought that was fun. I trained them to, to, 
to smell, to feel Programs joy. those sneezes in there. <laughs> Although IMDb trivia was like the robots almost never blink on screen, which is like a weird thing to leave out of the design if you are including sneezes. Um, but personally, I didn't notice and I thought the sneeze was fun. So the sneeze was very fun. That was hilarious. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I liked how humanoid they were like that's affecting to like misdirect you in the beginning. But again, I'm still thinking about the toy thing. I am. I can't help it. Um, if they had little wind up knobs in the back even. But here's the thing. Do you ever just like steal Stonehenge? I haven't because I would be afraid to get in trouble, mm. but I can see people who do crimes stealing stonehenge i would steal stonehenge i would yeah of course i think like if i just showed up one day and i was like i'm gonna steal stonehenge you would believe it (laughs) very irish national treasure conversion (laughs) of course is stonehenge in ireland i thought it was in england no it's in england it's just it's a big witch stone it's i said stone weird um you sure did stone stone um it's like i don't know they're trying to go for like a druid type of witch that this ends up being like yeah which is where halloween like originates from so it makes sense yeah and all that um i loved i i loved the the witch part of this i wish we got more witch you know i would have liked a little more witch Considering it's Halloween three season of the witch. It was, he said, witch once, <laughs> maybe two times. Somebody on IMDb was also like, technically he would be a warlock, which is a Dick reference warlock. to Dick Warlock. Dick um, Warlock. But I think there boys were two if they want to be. Yeah. However you want to identify, honey, you do it. Um, and he did. But I, I was, I love that he was like, you'd never fucking believe how we got Stonehenge here and like part of like this one article I read that was like these are all the plot holes that people say this movie has and I'm going to debunk all of them he was like they got the stone from Stonehenge there by magic that's how they did it that's the only way everyone was like plot hole logistically how would they steal the rock and get it across the ocean and blah 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 magic baby magic who cares not me don't care all i know is that they have it and also i love the fact that uh the rock is still like 98 percent there and they've made like millions of masks (laughs) you only need a little bit of that stonehenge magic to kill a child you know sure it's point potent okay potent it's <laughs> great with words today i'm having a time and it's fine it's because i'm drinking my halloween cider mm. made from apples and that's how you know it's time for halloween anyway halloween three season of the witch <laughs> <laughs> i just i just uh, it's just so funny that it's stonehenge it's just so funny like it makes sense Cause that's where it was like a sacrificial stone of blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 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 Okay. History. Uh huh. I loved the foreshadowing at the very beginning when, uh, the guy, when the, is it the man? 
the car garage, whatever, at the very beginning that the, the dad, gas station attendant. Oh, the yes, gas station. That's what it is. I was like, why can I remember? He's watching TV, and then we first hear the song. It's eight days till Halloween, and he's watching the news report, and they're like, Stonehenge is missing, and nobody knows why. Did they say that? I missed it. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was like the little like. <laughs> it was so weird too at the beginning because you're like, what the fuck? But what? then like shit continues on. You got a lot and of you other forget about it. Rise. And then you're like, oh my God, Stonehenge. Oh my God, it's Stonehenge? incredible. Stonehenge, is that you? I just heard about you on the news. There you are. We found you. They've been looking for you this whole time. We found you. Don't worry. Baby, we've been looking for you everywhere. <laughs> Oh, I see oh it. God. I'm looking at my notes to see if I noticed it at the time and then just forgot about it. I do see now a note about the scene with the mom and the masks. So I double believe you now. <laughs> Baby, I wouldn't lie. I I would lie, but not I about this. I believed you before. I believed you before, this. but now I, I for sure have proof that I noticed it at the time. My eyes didn't fully glaze over. Um, <laughs> but let's go back to what you were trying to talk about before I was like, we have to talk about the sneeze, um, which is the scene with the Krupp, Kruppfer family, Kupfer family um, Kupfer? in no testing room A or whatever, because it is such a mess. It is really upsetting. <laughs> it's so upsetting. I was like, this, I mean, they're dealing with some fucked themes here. I mean, Fear Street was inspired by this movie where they're like, let's kill children, you know? Uh, <laughs> but like, it was gruesome. Like the mom is like, is she drunk? Like what's going on with her? She's, She's very not- goofy, silly. She's in a gorgeous silly, goofy style. Mood. Big yeah, aesthetic choices style-wise. Yeah, yeah. No, she's got the fits. Um, she loves how silly the fake fruit is. Um, I just feel so bad that they walk themselves straight into the trap. It's just so tragic because that dad is so genuine and lovely and wants to be he's everyone's just trying BFF. to be the best salesman he can be. And he's a spooky man just like us. And he wants to plan for next Halloween. He loves to plan and he, good for him. He's the best salesman. Oh man, and but that kid does suck. But it doesn't deserve to die. But he does suck a little bit. He was a little bit of a brat the whole time. He flipped his mom off in the beginning. So he was not, not nice. Not polite. Um, but I I thought it was so funny when the mom is like, honey, don't get too close to the screen. It's bad for your eyes. <laughs> right before. He gets his whole face exploded into buggeroos. Yeah, Very... that was actually really funny. So funny. Oh, my God. Um, I, I just, the the way the pumpkin molded so fast um, and was, like, rotting, and then the bugs manifested, and then there were worms, and then there were snakes, snakes. and then the snakes were attacking people. Um, it escalated so unbelievably fast i hated it a whole lot it looked very cool and good and upsetting which is why i hated it um and also just what a what a horrifying haunting concept yeah like your kid all of a sudden like falls down on the ground and then a like first bugs and that's already terrifying 
but then a whole ass rattlesnake comes out of his mouth. You're like, my child has died. And I think the mom just died of a heart attack. I think she was so freaked out that because she doesn't get bit by a snake. She's already yeah, we just out see her like on the ground dead on the floor that she's or just she's just like conked. faints and then the robots have to kill her or something like that. Yeah. Off also, screen. Imagine seeing your child melt and bugs come out of his face and then get bit by a rattlesnake. Like, I don't think that's a super quick death either. There's just so much going on in that scene. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to handle. It is it's gnarly. It's a lot to handle. It's gnar. It's super fucking gnar. Oh my God. It's That's incredible the thing too. about this movie that I really liked um, is it is so bleak. And there was one moment not long after this um, where they like are showing the monolith again before they get to the like montage of kids all over in all the different cities. I was like, what if the movie just ended here and they never explained it? Um, I still think it would be a banger. And then they kind of do do that with the ending where they like, they kind of love an abrupt ending. And then they go, you can imagine from here what's going on. I love that. I love Sometimes I get mad when I don't have the answer, but this I thought was really, really perfect. But yeah, I thought the montage was so funny. Um, really, listing so many cities. Um, I did go, that's me, when they said Los Angeles, California. Um, but they also have Dayton, Ohio, New York, New York, Omaha, Nebraska, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yeah, Seattle, mm-hmm. Washington, Phoenix, Arizona. Silver Shamrock was really just out here cornering the market like across the whole nation he's trying to kill every single fucking kid and, and this is why gonna do doing it. trendy things kids could hurt you uh-huh beats your don't own don't you want to have an honey? original halloween costume something you made up yourself perhaps a diy even don't you want to be corn shouldn't you be corn for halloween it's corn <laughs> it's, got it's got the juice yeah it does have the juice i'm thinking about being cone or Halloween. Cute. That would be beautiful. Um, okay, the original DIY is always the way to go. No one has ever gotten over my 2000s millennium alien costume. And it is nobody, a good one. That was homemade, okay? So uh, consider it. You could go down in history. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, but I do, yeah. The, the plastic baths are cool, but also, like, your face sweats. It's hard to eat candy. Hard to you see. Can't see. It's dark at night. You will fall down. Think about these things before you buy the mask. Because we've seen many films where masks kill you at this point. There's that movie, The Mask, where the mask makes you into a weird, funny Jim Carrey guy. There's also that Goosebumps where that sort of same thing happens. You put on that mask and you turn into a ghoulie. You got to be careful, man. Okay? Yeah, you have to be in, careful. You're so In a right. magical instance, it could be very, very fucked up. In a normal instance, you might crash into a wall and hurt yourself. So that said, um, what about the giveaway, Monica? Did you consider that if you don't get the mask, you don't get to be part of the giveaway? Who doesn't love yeah, to win a prize? What's I know. the giveaway? It doesn't say. Well, they we never tell know. you. I mean, well, we know what it is, but they don't know death. what it is. Win a free snake. Wow. You win a win. whole bunch of free snakes. I win a bunch of free snakes. Everybody's but you lose a winner. Your life. Yeah. <laughs> snakes. Your family oh gets some free pets and an infestation. 
okay, don't but- have to pay for college. It's a win-win. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. Free, free, no college. Uh, <laughs> I, back to what you were saying earlier, Chelsea, with the very Sydney aspect of this. I love mm-hmm. that Cochran was like, um, and the stars align and I got to do it, homie. So that's what's happening. I felt like it's Mercury retrograde. And so I'm feeling shitty. And this is how I'm acting. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was beautiful. Um, and it makes sense. If the stars say you got to do it. You got to do it. You're going to fuck with the stars. Do you don't know what happened if you did that. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, but, felt but like, oh yeah, you go. I just thought it was interesting um, that he has spent so many years building up this brand just to be like, actually, I think Halloween sucks and it's bad because what the holiday is really about is the start of the year and the old Celtic lands and the barriers falling between the real and the unreal and the dead might be looking in. And it's just like super offensive to them to see children in masks. Um I just think what what fun motivations. He was also Incredible. like, why am I doing this? Because I can, bitch. Like, he literally is like, fuck you. I'm doing what I want. And I'm like, okay, you're a free bitch, baby. And we do love that for you. Um, <laughs> but at at what cost? At what cost? I guess yeah, being it's- a witch, you got a lot of stuff to do. I think it's fun also that um, they're just showing the original. I know we talked about how they're already showing the original Halloween. I think it's fun that they make such a plot point out of it. They don't just have it on the TV in the background at some scenes. You know what I mean? It's like you have to watch Halloween so that you can see the commercials for the big giveaway. Um, And in reality, um, the giveaway started in the movie. They play Halloween and then the giveaway starts at 9 p.m. Um. And the the dates and days of the week that they use, like, I think really did match up to what was going on in 1982 when this movie came out. Um, and at 9 p.m. on Halloween um, in 1982 on NBC, they were, like, streaming the first Halloween movie. So it was, like, it all tied in really nicely. That's I wonder fun. how much of it. Yeah, I wonder how much of it was, like, cross-promotional. You know what I mean? That's um, so funny. But I also, oh, what I didn't mention earlier, because we got sidetracked talking about Andy, where you were like, you see her in this movie. And I was like, what? Um, Jamie Lee Curtis also is the phone operator who's like, your call cannot be connected. Um, I was wondering who she was because I saw that she's in it. And I was like, do you just mean when we see her on the tiny TV when they're playing Halloween? Right. <laughs> yeah. But um, Tommy Lee Wallace, the director, also did some sort of one of the like, phone he's the voice of the silver shamrock commercial and radio spot announcers as well um so i think they were just playing around having a fun time they they like call somebody dr castle at one point in one of the hospital scenes which is a nod to nick castle who is one of the michael myers actors um they're just enjoying themselves but yeah the ending of this movie is so interesting he he smashes the tv playing halloween on it um so that his own mask can't be triggered he does such a good job throwing it immediately over the camera which apparently he did do irish 
Yes, but apparently he did do it perfectly the first time in rehearsal. Um, and then when they started filming, they had to do one million takes to get it. Um, but sometimes so that first go, you know, you just, you, you nail it. Um, I do think um, this whole situation could have just been avoided. Well, maybe not. But if he was just a better dad and a husband, um, I don't, I think a lot of, things could have played out differently he's an ex-husband now yeah i mean okay husband yeah chelsea if he had changed his whole life and never gotten divorced years ago then yeah but i feel like that's a little (laughs) outside of the scope he calls her to warn them and she's just like fuck you you said you were gonna come pick up the kids five different times in the course of this movie and then called me to blow me off so that you could go hang out with your little hoochies um that's fair that's fair he's 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 a horrible parent yeah he's a shitty parent he's the being a husband is off the table but being a parent he's failing that too he chose some random ass girl instead maybe he's trying to be like i'll be a better father to her <laughs> and then he fucks her don't instead. say that i already no. said it's like call anyway. me daddy Gross. <laughs> i i can't stand him um but i didn't the ending of this movie like is so confusing and uh, there's so many things going on he's like running all around hiding on the roof he finds ellie and he's like, I have a beautiful plan that's so good. And I'm like, literally, how do you know how to work that million button machine to make it play the commercial inside of the factory? How did he know how to do that? Like none of those buttons said anything on it. it. I was like, okay, that's fine. Do it, baby. And then he it turned into a magical ring of like, I don't know, like a, a literally a magic witch ring with all this An energy the beautiful lasers, a beautiful energy circle. And I love that Cochran's just like touche bitch and doesn't <laughs> move. Me. He's going to move. He dumps all the things on and they like fry for some reason. Yeah, because they're activated by the song. And so they it, it are, freaks all those those toy men, all the dick warlocks out there. So many dick warlocks. The, I just, the way that it manifests in human flesh as bugs and in robots as just like short-circuiting things is such an interesting... I mean, I get, I think I am glad that it has a different effect on people than it does on robots. That's some interesting world building, um, which we just only get so much of in this film. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but but a very interesting choice. And I love that, like, when Cochran gets zippity zapped, he, like, I don't even know what he looks like right before he disappears into the ether. I don't even know what I was looking at. He like is a mannequin for a second. Like obviously it's just supposed to be a visual effect, but it's like, I I don't know what they were going for. (laughs) It just made me laugh. I was like, now he just looks really fucked. And then he's gone. Uh, Yeah. Kind of ghostified him, like vaporized him in a way a little bit. Yeah. It was so weird. I liked it. But that whole scene was very Invasion of the Body Snatchers also when Donald Sutherland is like at the warehouse. Where they, yeah. they have all the pods. 
Well, yeah. And then it just gets even more body snatchers from there because uh-huh. he takes Ellie, throws her in the car and they're off to the races trying to get home in time to like save his kids IRL. Um, and herein lies many of my questions. How could they possibly get there in time? But whatever, that's fine. Um, we don't need to do Google Maps for it. I don't need to get that serious. Um, but it's straight up invasion of the body snatchers. Like it turns out Ellie is actually an Android, whatever toy girl, not Ellie anymore. And she, this was so funny to me. She attacks him and then gets killed and then attacks him like three separate times. She comes Like her back. hand so attacks him. Funny. The individual body parts truly just keep going. I was like, they won't stop. Like the arm, I thought the arm was fun. And like, also I love when her arm got ripped off. There was that little noodle that was like pissing out weird <laughs> bile spinning around. We're like, ooh, interesting. Um, but like the arm attacks him. And then you can tell very clearly that it's actually her har- arm and the rest of her body's just off screen. I thought that was really funny and awesome. And you know, what else were they were going to do? I, I that was the correct choice filmmaker wise. Uh, but the fact that then the rest of the body comes and gets him right after I was like, okay, let it like, we did it already. We did that it. That was enough. They're like, they're like, boo, <gasps> boo, <gasps> boo. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Go- gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> they, they truly keep going. Um, her little wiggly arm wires all the way. Apparently, um, the actress, they like built a platform for that scene for the practical effects there. So that just her head would be sticking out. And then they had a body double as her body. Um, and mm-hmm. that lady's head was just like tucked underneath the platform. That was so funny. Um, yeah. But, and uh, then he tries to drive away with her hand in the car. And even the hand alone, you just one incredible. after the other after the other. But this is and the part then, like, I was referencing earlier. Um, she, their questions of when mm-hmm. Ellie became an android. Was she always an android? At what point did it happen? Did it happen earlier than we thought? And they asked the director and the director was like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. (laughs) He's like, honestly, I didn't think it. it, I didn't think about it enough. (laughs) Like he literally was like, I don't know. I cannot tell you. I never thought about that. Don't ask me any questions. Goodbye. I mean, I would assume it's when she gets snatched from the hotel room but i guess that's a quick turnaround to make a replica of her body but right? he does yeah. be an expert that one of the old lady he said is from the 1700s so he's got his technique nailed down i would imagine by now well yeah i i mean there's the technical questions about it but then like I mean, it, it wouldn't make sense for her to always have been an android and her been there just to lure him to the factory. Like there are some people who were asking that question and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, what's the purpose? Cause why is he like so involved and so important yeah. to it that, yeah. Why would he be so important to like cause all of this? Um, but then I also have my it's own cause questions. He's so sexy. What, oh my God. Mm, he's just so <laughs> hot. He's main character. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, he's so sexy. I gotta make an android out of him. Um, oh, we skipped a part, but I'm gonna I'll circle back later. Um okay, sorry, I'm laughing so hard at the part I'm thinking about. Cut that part out. Anyway, um, 
there is the part earlier that I was referencing with the dad. And I was like, how did he get back to the whole area if his car was still at the factory the entire time? And then I was like, oh, was he like an android sooner than we thought too? Blah, 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 blah. But then why would they have come and sent someone to kill him in the first place? But I just feel like there's some like things that don't necessarily add up and that's fine. I don't always need the answer, um, but I just think it's funny that the answer isn't real and there is no answer and it doesn't exist. And it's just like, sure, whatever, just go with it. Don't ask questions that we're having the, a good time. The view of the director. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just that wherever the hospital is, is nearby, but a different town, like maybe an hour or two I don't I don't know like obviously the gas station is nearby enough to run to from town should you be escaping because that's also where the doctor ends up he ends up at the exact same gas station as he's running away um oh, maybe they yeah like, that's probably to... just in close proximity and then the hospital is in close proximity okay that works for maybe me maybe it was like the biggest hospital also maybe they felt like he needed some sort of special treatment or a psychic psych can't say words psychiatric evaluation or something yeah there's something um in imdb trivia where they they were making a note because of the doctors in the beginning mentioned thorazine which is like the medication that they mentioned in the beginning of the original halloween that michael myers is on um so that's why i took note of it just because of the the link um so so maybe that's why that hospital a little further away requiring the road trip to santa Marta, Maria, what, Mira, Mira, whatever it is. Mira. Yeah. Um, Maybe, who knows? I think but, that makes sense enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think the one the one part that we didn't mention that is the funniest part of the entire movie for me. Um, okay. Did y'all catch doctors, Dr. Dan, is that his name? Doctor's uh, reaction to when the Cooper family dies. And it was so <laughs> sensual. He was like, oh. Well, there is no, 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 no. There is that too. But there is also this part where he just lifts up both of his little fists right next to his face. And he's like, yes, (laughs) that made it into my notes. Yeah. I I said the doctor's fists, LOL. Um, That's my anguish look. It was so, I was like, I have no one naturally does that. And I love that you do, sir. That is, Mm -hmm. it was a beautiful choice. That's his artistic choice. Anyway, but that brings us to the final, final ending of this movie. And like, let's be real. There's no world where you called up the news and you said, the show is killing babies that they would actually turn it off. But I like, we like to hope. (laughs) What was he trying to say? He was like, he was like, oh yeah. If you don't believe me, like say that it's a bomb, that the tape is a bomb. (laughs) He's doing everything that he can to save these babies. It's terrible because once something supernatural happens and you try to tell the truth, no one fucking believes you. I would believe you, but no one else is going to believe you. The rest of us on this podcast will believe you, but the news isn't going to believe you. Um, But I think that they framed it really, really well in this like this final moment that you're getting the full Halloween song. It's going on. It's so annoying. It's so like persistent. It's going to be stuck in my head for the rest of this fucking Halloween season. Apparently they played it like 14 times in this movie. (laughs) 
Yeah, they played it so many times. It's supposed to annoy you by the end. It's so grating. Um, but the fact that those kids come in and they like are just like get drawn to the TV and keep turning the channel and turning the channel, like they, they did a really good job in this ending scene. Like it felt it's so good. I felt the dread. I felt the dread. And I love that I you don't it's... fucking know. Yeah, I think it's a banger choice to just cut it there. Um, apparently they filmed a couple different endings. So even the main actor like didn't know what they were going with initially until he saw the finished cut for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently there's a novelization um, that I'll, I'll talk about a little bit more when we get to Knives Out of Fives. Um, and the novelization is a lot more explicit about the ending. Um and what happens which is to say that the original ending that they were maybe gonna go with is that you can like hear the screams of the children all over the world essentially um and so you know that all of the kids get got um but I love to just cut it there I think that's so fascinating I think that's such a strong choice yeah, I love it. but also if they all die, screams of children would be so pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> no, everyone. I mean, imagine how much more people in the '80s would have hated it if that had happened, <laughs> right? Especially with all the satanic panic stuff in the '80s, too. Oh yeah, seriously. Oh my god, <laughs> they did a they did like a screen test with an audience, and they're like, "All right, so the one where all the kids all die and turn into snake bugs." <laughs> Maybe that's not the one we go with. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, well, then that brings us to our segments. The first one being, how could this movie be gayer? I'd like to start by saying Ellie could be gay and therefore not fuck the doctor. And I would be a happier girl. Yeah, I really wanted it to be Ellie's movie and not the doctor's movie. And like, well, you'd have to change significant things at this point for it to be her movie. Um, namely, she wouldn't be able to get robotified. But I mm-hmm. think it would work better, even if she was still fucking an older doctor. I think it would work better for him to be robotified and for her to be a scraggly final girl. You know what I mean? I'd like that more. I think the doctor should have also been hitting on all of the men horny for everybody movie. horny yes, for that's, everybody that's right. if you're going to make him a horn dog he should you're at least gonna make him a horn dog a bisexual yeah. horn dog oh my god if he was like trying to hit on dick warlock before he realized something was up. right it would have been so good <laughs> cute okay he looked nice in the suit we talked about that <laughs> oh my god um yeah, I think there's not a lot of characters here. I think that Cochrane is definitely queer in some way. Um, I feel like to be a witch, you kind of there's kind of a queer vibe that comes into that. Maybe he did all of this so him and the doctor could be together. Cute. <laughs> That's a lot of work. <laughs> He's like, I have to get rid of your children because I don't realize you're already a bad parent. You would have just left anyways. So we're going to come up with this elaborate plan. Wow, the honeymoon period is going to end so fast when he realized his actual perfect man is a bad parent. Well, because he, well, he wants to get rid of all the kids and he can't just get rid of these two kids. That would be suspicious. So he has to get that rid would of be all so of the kids. Single kid. Yeah, yeah. I, no, that I makes- hear you. Yeah, yeah, it's like a lot of sense, actually. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, I, I think the the scene where the town, the guy who asks for the drink, um, where he is on his knees between the two men, that felt a little gay to me. I did get mm-hmm. some gay vibes from Ellie. Um, there was like one part of her outfit, I think, struck me as like really gay. Her little bandana, that struck me. Um, That's gay. As very gay. Yeah, that felt right to me. Um, uh, Madge. Mm, they they could have been flirting in that mm-hmm. scene maybe a little bit Ooh. um yeah yeah I, I think like it would have been more fun with lesbians for sure I agree I agree most things are uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I mean but- and you could have had it you could have had the doctor be like a young nurse at the hospital or something you know what I mean bring it a little more down to the level um yeah there's there's space they just wanted tom atkins in there and i know that they really wanted him to be the hero and um to me nobody who is such a terrible parent etc is is the hero they have to have a a better redemption Redemption tour than he did yeah he blew up his kids so much and there are moments where it's like okay if there is a serial killer at large or whatever and you're saving your kids sure but he didn't have enough information to come to any conclusions that his personal kids were in danger yet when he really started to be like i'm gonna go upstate with this cute little girl um and we're gonna investigate a mystery um i i suspect he was finding quote unquote good excuses to fuck off all the time yeah seems like it well, that brings us to where would Matthew Lillard fit into this film? Um, and was a doctor. He a child doctor. He could have been one of the kids. In he one could of have the been masks. one of the kids. No, um, I want like Matthew adult. Lillard now. Yeah, you want time traveling Matthew Lillard. Or um, yeah, remake he plays the doctor. I would love yeah. that. That would actually be amazing. Because <laughs> then it makes sense that he's so horny. Oh my god. I like him as the doctor in the remake that is definitely gonna sure. happen because everyone loves Halloween three season of the witch. Everyone so loves will look certainly make a remake of it. They already rebooted the franchise. I don't see why Halloween ends shouldn't have its own season of the witch sequel. Could you imagine if Halloween ends like they've just been like using old footage and it's actually just gonna be season of the witch everyone would be so mad i'd be so happy (laughs) well Um, but that's um the the thing is that um they wanted with the halloween franchise we talked about this in the original halloween episode back in april they wanted it to be like a totally different story every installment i think right no they did um, and and then they couldn't do that for the second one because it was immediately in production as soon as the first one came out and did so well and then john carpenter is like we can still do that though (laughs) right he he gave it his best shot you know he he honored their request um but yeah i mean it didn't work out and it wasn't meant to be and that's okay I think it worked out well for us right now. I had a good time. <laughs> that brings us to the dumb bitch. Um, who is the dumb bitch? 
doctor. The doctor. Yeah. He yeah. is a dumb bitch. He's so dumb. Yeah. And he's a bitch. Yeah. I don't even, no argument. I don't have, we don't have to say anymore. It's clear. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm not the dumb bitch. <laughs> but too, too bad. Um, that brings us to our knives out of fives. So I know people hated it, but how much did they hate it? Um, it has a five out of 10 on IMDb and it has 47% rotten from critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it has a 28% rotten from audiences on Rotten Tomatoes. Rob. So I, I mean... Like I mentioned earlier, there is a novelization of this movie. And what's super interesting is that the novel was very, very successful, actually. And they ended up oh. doing like a reissue even two years later um, where they reprinted it and, and put it on shelves again. Um, so I think there is like, it's a, like I said, it's kind of a strong story. There's like some things that they're very much hand waving away. But the the issue really seems to be that people were expecting a Michael Myers movie and then they didn't get it. So they walked away going, what the fuck was that? Um, yeah. And I think that's I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, right. They should have just named this like season of the witch and not have it be a Halloween movie. And it would have slapped. I think it's fun that it's a Halloween movie. Um, I think that I think calling it Halloween three is the problem like if you just called it halloween hyphen season of the witch i think even that would be slightly different vibes but calling it halloween three implies that it is a sequel to halloween two in some capacity it simply is not it's a completely yeah. different universe where magic is real and there are humanoid robot androids you know what i mean like it's just a totally different thing and i love that it's in the halloween franchise and that it references the original Halloween so much um I think it would have been really fun if they'd been able to continue that vibe where they do a different anthology Halloween story each year I think this would be like looked on a lot more fondly if it had the benefit of that context tragically no yeah so what would you rate it um, like I said, I, I watched it, um, at a faster speed than it was intended to be viewed, which I think really did help my viewing experience. I think I would have liked it less if it felt slow because it already feels kind of slow a little bit. Um, that said, it is only a tight 90 for the most part, like maybe a hundred minutes. Um, it's, it's not a long movie. Um, and I think it's fun. I really like the ending. Um, I like that they just were so committed to this like story um, that they really wanted to bring it to fruition, no matter the Michael Myers of it all. Um, so I would probably give it like a solid 3.9 knives out of fives. Like it's not four range, but it, I feel positively about it. I would watch it with somebody else again um, because I do think all the spookiness, the manifesting bugs, snakes, etc. I do think that's so creepy and well done. Um, not for the faint of heart. Um, but, but there are a lot of elements I would improve upon if I were in the writer's room or whatever. Yeah, I feel you. I feel like um, 
I was really jazzed at the beginning of this movie because when I found out this was a sci-fi horror, I was like, holy fucking shit, I love sci-fi. Um, and I love a lot of the themes that they used. I love a lot of the visuals that they had. I love a lot of the practical effects that they used. They had like all the pieces were there, but I don't think they all were perfect. You know, it's like one of those puzzles that's cut kind of shitty. And so mm. like the piece is supposed to fit, yes, but it doesn't. It doesn't really fit. You're jamming it in there. It's kind of how this movie felt for me. And it did feel really long, even though it wasn't that long. Um, which I just think they drew out some of those chase scenes for so long. I was like, yeah. why? Like, there's Because it had happening. to be 90 minutes, okay? Yeah, <laughs> had I was to make like, it at oh least 90 God. minutes make up another character and kill them with a drill like we didn't talk about that but that was a sick kill by the way um <laughs> but yeah for me i'm starting out season three of spooky tuesday with a three for this movie very on theme um i'm glad that i watched it i love it so much because it said fuck you to michael myers and pissed everybody off i love it i love that it's like being like, yeah, we'll do whatever we want, even though it doesn't make any sense. Like, that's brave. It's bold. Commit to your vibes. Absolutely. Exactly. Listen, but it's three, not for, for me. Three. Yeah. Three, 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 baby. Angel numbers. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think, Sid? I'm giving this a four out of five. I love this movie. It is batshit bananas insane in, like, the best possible way. It has great practical effects. The story is like, I don't even care. Know what I mean? I'm just like, eh, they stole Stonehenge. They stole Stonehenge. They stole Stonehenge. <laughs> I love it. It's a movie that should be played every Halloween to get you in the mood for spooky season. And that's what we are doing. <laughs> That's perfect. I'm glad we started out the season with this. It's just our vibe of unhinged. It's setting the tone for the season to come. And wowie, <laughs> it's going to be something else. Um, next week, we're taking it to a different decade, but something that's just as classic as the Halloween franchise, I would say. Um, this is the movie that made M. Night Shyamalan the man he is today. This is the iconic The Sixth Sense. Um, I'm so excited I, to watch this movie. I, I don't think I've seen it since the very first time I saw it. It's really? actually perfect timing because I'm watching The O.C. for the first time right now. And The Sixth Sense has Misha Barton. It does. Fuck yeah. Here's the thing. I've only bought like two movies ever in my whole life on iTunes. And one of them is Camp Rock. And the other one <laughs> is the sixth sense. <laughs> that tracks, honestly. That's quite so frankly. on brand. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know when I watched this movie, but it was on my computer and I was younger. And I was, I knew kind of what the twist was because it was so ubiquitous at that time. Mm -hmm. And then I was like still blown away. Like I was like, Whoa. so I'm really excited to revisit this and like see where it all started for M. Night so we can see how far he's fallen to get to old. <laughs> Monica's on her old hate agenda these days. I'm gonna bring it up. It comes, it has to come up, okay? <laughs> I'm not an M. Night hater, okay? I'm actually an M. Night stan, so don't worry. Wait, which one but of you hasn't seen The Happening again? Me. 
we're gonna do the happening one day it's, <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna be like screaming and yelling the whole time <laughs> i i mean what's new to- I'm going to have to turn my mic gain down like a bunch. Otherwise, it's just going (laughs) to peak out. (laughs) Anyway, we're really excited to be embarking on our third season of Spooky Tuesday with y'all. So thanks for continuing to join us. Why not give us a new season gift of a five-star review on Apple Podcasts? It's a new season, but we still love haiku reviews. But if you would like to write normal words that don't have any sort of rhyming cadence or uh, what is it? Syllable thing going on. That's fine. You could also do iambic pentameter, though, if you want to. Uh, If you want. We're open. We're open to any form. Um, you can also follow us on social media. We're at spooky underscore Tuesday on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at spooky Tuesday pod on Facebook and Tumblr and at spooky Tuesday on letterbox. And maybe this season we'll release one more YouTube video. Wouldn't you hate to miss it? Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Happy spooky season. Bye spooky. Honey, don't get too close. You'll ruin your eyes. Spooky Tuesday was created by Monica Height, Sydney Thompson, and Chelsea Duff, and edited by Sydney Thompson. Our gorgeously spooky tunes are all thanks to Tamara Simons, who you can follow on Instagram at Captain Tamara, and our podcast art is by Mary Murphy, who you can find on Instagram at the underscore moon underscore omg.